and listen to the black guy who tips because rod and karen are so hot it is a struggle for though the black man fights passively he nevertheless fights and his passive resistance is more effective at present than active resistance could possibly be he bears the fury of the storm as does the willow tree it is a struggle for though the white man of the south may be too proud to admit it he is nevertheless using in in the contest his best energies he is devoting to it the greater part of his thought and much of his endeavor the south today stands panting and almost breathless from his exhortations and how the scene of the struggle has shifted the battle was first waged over the right of the negro to be classed as a human being with a soul later as to whether he had sufficient intellect to master even the rudiments of learning and today it is being fought over fought out over his social recognition hey welcome to the black Test podcast your host rod and Aaron. and we're live on a monday mm-hmm. ready to do some podcasts and find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the black guy who tips leave us five star reviews we appreciate those the official weapon of the show is a taser an unofficial sport bullet ball. a bullet ball extreme and uh today's excerpt is from the autobiography of an ex-colored man by james weldon johnson um <clears throat> and i just thought that was interesting because t- today before we got on the air i was watching a little bit of the uh nascar race mm-hmm. they were doing because it got postponed yesterday because it was raining okay and then they did the race today but over the weekend bubba i want to say his name is wallace bubba wallace the black nascar driver someone put a noose in his locker room in his locker ah uh, that okay that that's why his name is stuff is trending yeah okay. yeah and so you know he came out and said a statement basically saying he's not scared he's not gonna be afraid of this people of course were saying this is just like justice Smollett and all this shit which I, I hope not and i don't think it, it doesn't sound like it no, and then to start the race there was uh these people behind like when you drive your car out to the track or whatever to start the race there was a all these people from nascar just walking behind this car mm-hmm. at a show of solidarity you know and uh i really did think oh that that's cool you know um I, this moment feels a lot different than moments before yes i don't know if it'll continue to be different but i can't imagine that happening just even a couple years ago Mm-mm. he would have been on his own just because yes. white people have basically been looking at shit like i'm not trying to get involved nope you know i didn't put the noose in his locker i'm not saying i'm pro black lives matter or not right. but you know but this I'm, ain't got nothing to do with me yeah i don't want to make a quote-unquote statement right and so all those people walking behind his car that felt powerful he was like crying real tears like like it's kind of like the jesse smollett thing to me too i was like well if he's lying it'll come out and then i'll just rather be like well i guess he fooled me rather than to be like oh my god this nigga lying i, I knew it y'all I, I don't think he's lying. yeah i don't think he is either but um the thing is nascar is operating with like half staff right now because of coronavirus everyone in that that goes in that area must have credentials and all this stuff so so it's somebody, somebody within yeah somebody um, had access right um and so we'll you know hopefully they get to the bottom of it we'll find out who did it uh whose it is you know maybe another driver a crew member you know i i i, I encourage you to watch uh the willie t ribs documentary on netflix so y'all get a chance uh if you want to see racing and racism 
come head to head uh he was a black driver he uh drove in all sorts of like he drove in nascar for a little bit um he drove in the uh formula racing the f1 people like he he was an amazing racer but he was black and so he had to deal with all the things that came from that lack of sponsorship lack of uh support you know double standards when it came to the rules you know back in nascar days you could fight after the race somebody cut it that was part of racing Mm -hmm. they kind of i don't know if they actually banned it or not but mm -hmm. i know you used to watch nascar somebody hit somebody and next thing you know they're in the middle of the circle uh taking off helmets and at each other's throats right and so you know it's a good but it's a good documentary especially when you want to talk about today you know um the other thing i noticed too is before the race you know fans can't really attend right now so on the way to the track and someone even paid a plane to fly over the track with a confederate flag because the confederate flag was banned from the race mm -hmm. and so there's lots of vendors selling confederate flags on the way to the race now mm -hmm. um you know people proudly displaying their flags you know tailgating or whatever they do before the race and it reminded me of this passage i mean uh, this obviously was written you know near the early part of the 19 uh, 1900s but um it just says something that he's like that and of course this is a fictionalized narrative but lots of truth in it but him saying that the struggle for black people is a passive is passive resistance yes because it kind of has to be of course you know even when people are talking about burning down targets and shit like that that's still to me somewhat of a passive resistance because yes black people aren't running up in white neighborhoods and just killing motherfuckers no they're not you know there's never gonna be an equivalent to tulsa massacre for white people you know where white people was minding their business and black people just went and said fuck them we're gonna kill everybody to prove a point there'll never be an equivalent to black wall street we don't run right. up there and just burn down the whole fucking community and then trap them and shoot everybody that tries to leave mm -hmm. so um is so the thing that that i think always kind of gets glossed over is the second part is his discussion is when he says it is a struggle for though the white man of the south may be too proud to admit it he is nevertheless using in the contest his best energies he is devoting to it the greater part of his thought and much of his endeavor the south today stands panting and almost breathless from his exertions and that is the part that i think the effort of whiteness and white supremacy like the effort it takes out of just even white white people trying to live their lives and shit but they need to have their you know their foot on 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 our backs like that takes great effort from us basically refusing to bend weathering the storm like that willow tree and them using all these you know taking all this time to, to try to you know stop us from voting yeah. to imprison us to stop us from buying houses to come up with new schemes like it takes a lot of their time to keep us down everyone would be better for it if they would leave the shit alone Ooh, excuse me like their lives would be more fulfilled they'd have more energy and effort and we would too 
yes more shit would get accomplished you know uh you know how we see like videos and like movies and shit about flying car we could actually do get that shit done if so many people didn't waste their time and effort oppressing other people do you know how much free time white people would have like in mass if they would just leave us the fuck alone because that's all we want i don't think they understand the demand is just leave me alone i just want to be able to walk around the street and not be shot i don't want to be racially profiled i just don't want to be over policed or under policed i want to be policed just right you know it's it's, it's things that uh we just accept that are always going to be here that's fine all we ask is that we have the right to just live and they hear that is how dare you demand that i give you the right to live how dare you demand that you be equal to me because as far as they're concerned there's never equal so instead of them taking their effort and pouring it into something more positive and solving uh uh all these other things that can actually be solved they'll rather take the effort and, and pour it into us because this is the only thing for some white people to keep them distracted truth be told for how fucked up their lives are and think about this too um the amount of time and resources that have just been wasted on being racist racism is not a logical thing as far as making money and sense that's why when people talk about voting in your best interest and shit i'm always like none of that none of that matters to them because their best interest to them is racism white supremacy is the interest yes it's irrational and illogical i will keep saying that it's irrational and illogical uh because racism will pick whatever makes whiteness look good we lose money fuck it we lose sponsors fuck it somebody dies fuck it even if my own family members die even if i die in the process i don't care as far as i'm concerned whiteness wins and that's the bottom line so for anybody else you'd be like well that don't make no sense because you're losing money in their mind it makes sense because it's whiteness over everything nascar had a black lives matter moment right um bubba watson came out and said hey black lives matter he wore a shirt took a knee many of the people had a moment of silence for george floyd they all did various you know like um whether it was take a knee moment of silence uh stand whatever they had a black lives matter car for one week i think it's just one week i don't think he's doing it again this week so that was their response right black lives matter not black lives better than not only black lives matter not no one else's life doesn't matter just black lives matter black black people would like for their lives to matter we have submitted a plea we have added the paperwork the response to this black lives matter moment was one a blue lives matter car which what does that mean right you you choose to become a police officer you're born black right and the thing about the blue lives matter shit y'all ain't never know where when other when shit goes down a lot of people that are about black lives matter black lives do matter but a lot of them also care and concern and stand up for other groups of people outside of black people but that's the shit that nobody wants to hear and nobody wants because they hear only 
like this and so as far as they're concerned they're like y'all and nobody else but but that's not the truth well white people's perception just totally different their experience totally different it, it, the, the shirt might as well say black lives better than white lives to them right because right. they they yeah. hear only that's all yeah. they hear well you're born in a white supremacist society and and the only times that you say white power the only times that you say white lives matter the only time that you say white supremacy or whatever is always in a suppression of other people you can't possibly relate to other people who are oppressed saying hey we just want equal footing at the table we want an equal seat we want a place on the at the table and you can't even relate to it because you have always said those same things but they meant something totally different which was we want the whole fucking table no one considered our table nobody so the second thing is the resurgence of the confederate flag now what does it say that your response to black lives matter is one in support of the black lives matter we're going to take down the confederate flag two in retaliation to black lives mattering the fans are bringing the flags and flying them over the stadium and lining up on the roadway to the track and all this stuff what does it say that that flag must mean and that it is an opposite statement to black lives matter your flag is literally saying black lives do not matter it is not saying this is for the heritage of my fathers it is not saying this is for the sacrifice of the war it is not saying any like this is respect for the veterans uh this is just how we have a good time down the south it is not saying that you are you are stripping away the um the uh the lie of the image you know you are you're stripping away the the mythology you surrounded yourself and to to the bare essence of what the flag must stand for because if it is a direct uh if it is a direct uh argument against something as simple as nascar and bubba wallace if the flag is coming out at the same time that the noose is coming out then how can you possibly say that that flag isn't anything but a noose butterfly in the sky i can go twice as high take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow i can go anywhere friends to know and ways to grow a reading rainbow i can be anything take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow a reading rainbow all right um i guess the first thing to do is need to uh need to get paid that's right y'all okay adam and eve is in the house why is it in the house because your ass in the house you, you ought to be you need to be in the house is what i'm trying to say adam and eve is trying to spice up your home like they're trying to help you enjoy the best part of staying at home which is playing at home take advantage of the downtime and choose almost any item at 50 percent off and when you do you'll also get free shipping 
delivered discreetly right to your door you don't gotta go to one of these porno shops and worry about getting that coronavirus from all that breathing that's going on in them back rooms and them booths come on because you know they breathing hard too hard okay you don't have to worry about that you don't have to worry about somebody that may or may not been social distancing coming down your house and trying to you know get that slack of belly all over you you don't have to worry about that mm, no no Mm-mm. yeah because you know where your hands have been you don't know if they wash their hands or not they giving you half off of any item just go and put an offer code tbgwt at the checkout and they gonna hook you up okay they gonna give you half off it's gonna get free shipping it's gonna come right to your door it's gonna be wrapped up discreetly it's not gonna be shaped like a dildo or whatever <laughs> you bought okay it's not it doesn't come in the shape of the sex swing okay it comes uh-huh. in a box so you know we want you to to make being at home a pleasure okay make yourself reframe your mind around being at home you like you know what i don't mind being at home it's just me and and my genitals and my and my loved ones all up in here this is a great place to be that's how i want y'all to feel yes sir so yeah make sure you guys go to adamandeve.com get you get you some lube okay get you some uh condoms if that's what you need okay get you some sexually sexually lingerie some movies half off it's on us tvgwt free shipping everything all right y'all thank you let's go into the uh i guess uh coronavirus news i guess we should do that uh that's still going on mm-hmm. i don't know why everybody act like they forgot they they act like because they over it coronavirus said i'm over it too but it don't work like that you said right. you over it coronavirus I'll be like hey i i i never said uh stop today's song is from corona is coronavirus on the album coronavirus brought to you by she bussin not your cousin <laughs> about coronavirus Mm-mm. it seems like the further we get down the list the less and less is actually about coronavirus coronavirus at all mm-mm, mm-mm. you get 25 points just for the cough but this has nothing to do with yeah, coronavirus. this is pretty terrible this, this, yeah this is not good it's not a very good song either. no it is not 
uh all right coronavirus uh are you guys using a lot of uh hand sanitizer i don't see people talking about that a lot lately use hand sanitizer take it with you bring it in your car in your case you can't wash your hands mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um well it turns out that some of this hand sanitizer is not safe to use and the fda is warning you about nine toxic hand sanitizers they say they got too much methanol in them oh so they all not made the same they don't have a, a hand sanitizer standard i i don't know maybe some people put some extra methanol in some of them you can get methanol poisoning from them oh oh that's not good the symptoms include nausea vomiting headache blurred vision permanent blindness and seizures and it could lead to coma well damn just use soap and water it ain't worth it damage the nervous system and death no thank you just get some hand wipes and soap and water all hands all clearing hand sanitizer uh esk biochem hand sanitizer clean care no germ advanced hand sanitizer 75 percent alcohol lavar 70 gel hand t- hand sanitizer now you should have known the one that was said that's that where they sell that at? <laughs> like the black one the dollar store you get that from Sally's Beauty Supply. Yo, apparently so. Lavar, I don't know. Is that they got that one locked up behind the glass at Walmart you, with the black haircut products? You know they do. Let me get that Lavar hand sanitizer. Is is it Lavar Ball? Is that what it is? Big baller hand sanitizer? <laughs> Probably is. Come with no, the that shoes. shit ain't regulated. You know it ain't. Get that shit three years later after you <laughs> order it. The good gel, spied and shit. The good gel, antibacterial gel hand sanitizer, clean care, no germ, advanced clean care no germ advance and clean care no germ advance and those are like 80 percent 75 percent 80 percent uh and then sanoderm advanced hand sanitizer so if you use those you might want to you know you might want to chill out no just no just just get some good wipes they got wipes that you know are portable you could take with you that are probably a lot better for you and uh wash your hands people in minnesota the um protest actually did the ones for george floyd have not led to an increase in uh coronavirus uh cases by percentage that's good people it's still like the same percentage as the regular population before people were using masks they were social distancing they were outside um and those seem to be major factors in that so i think that's pretty dope Mm -hmm. um let's see ricketts tells local governments they won't get federal COVID 19 money if they don't require ma- if they do require a mask yeah you heard me right governor pete ricketts uh made a point of urging nebraskans to wear a mask when they go to the store at his right. regular con- at his regular pre- like press conference mm-hmm. right but when it counted the state's 93 courthouses and other county offices he doesn't want local officials to require a mask. In fact, he told counties that they won't receive any of the $100 million in federal COVID-19 money if their customers are required to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. So he want to be safe, but fuck them though, right? Well, he says be safe at the stores and stuff, but then when it comes to public buildings, federal buildings or whatever, state buildings, he's saying, no, you can't, don't, you can't mandate that people wear a mask but it's a federal building right it's one of the few places where you would be able to mandate mask wearing uh unlike a store or something like that correct 
um and people would probably just accept it because it's a government facility right it's not like people go there for fun you know or whatever and uh yeah he says no if you do that they won't send you money for a COVID 19 relief people are ass backwards do people not understand how this disease is spread i'm telling you the second that they made this a political thing of republicans versus democrats and trump versus everyone else um it was over it was over there are people in this country that are so stupid and so beholden to whiteness that they identify whiteness with donald trump because donald trump is the first white president um and if you if you don't understand the reference go read ta-nehisi coates uh first white president it's about trump it's a long read but it's really good but the point the, to streamline it um he's saying the, the, the only thing about trump is that he's white he's a horrible businessman he's never held government office before he lies he's uh he has all types of weird sexual proclivities he cheats on his wife uh he's been accused of sexual assault multiple times uh he's a criminal all this different stuff he's not even rich he's broke and but the one thing he can rely on and his fans support is that he is white and he believes whiteness over everything and because that is the cult-like mentality around him these motherfuckers really don't have a problem dying for him like they some people did come out to his stupid ass rally like it's like (laughs) it wasn't the numbers that they thought they would get but even the numbers they got to me is in these times it's crazy joe biden would never get those numbers not because people don't support him or like him blah 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 he wouldn't get those numbers because the people who vote democrat aren't fucking anti-science right they're gonna like even if you held a rally with joe biden it's gonna be people saying six feet apart mask on outside like a bunch of shit that's not gonna look as great as you know the optics of a rally to normally look and um kind of defeating the whole purpose but the point being the they are so tied to white supremacy they knew they were risking their lives sitting fucking two feet from each other clapping no mask breathing on each other they did not care no they did not and that trickles down to the republican party is my point yes so this governor whatever talking about or you know these governors that think it's some type of philosophical point of not wearing a mask that is a direct result of who's running the country and a republican party that's been anti-science for 50 60 70 years yeah how can a mask be a statement it's actually saving lives because the thing is the mask protects both parties it protects you from me and me from you but for some reason people feel like i don't care about other people like if it worked and i'm convinced of this if people found out that the mask worked the other way that it if you had a mask on you couldn't get it everyone would have a fucking mask in america what happened is the mask doesn't necessarily protect you from each other unless you both wear a mask correct and so if i don't wear a mask and you do you still can get it if you wear a mask and i don't i uh i mean if if i wear a mask and you don't but i have it i can still potentially give it to you Mm -hmm. but if we both wear a mask it's a very minimal chance we give each other especially if we practice social distance especially if we're outside blah 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 right Mm mm-hmm that means i'm technically wearing my mask for empathy for another person Mm -hmm. because it's not really truly benefiting me it doesn't make me necessarily safe unless other people participate Mm -hmm. yeah that's all it took for people to be like i'm not doing that it's america i'm not doing it i don't care about other people 
no now if you if they if there was a type of mask where i knew i couldn't get it 100 percent of the time people would everybody them. would that shit would sell out in a day everyone would have it i remember when they first brought up the mask you couldn't stop americans from buying the mask the fuckers, they sold out they, they sold, sold out. out of the mask hospitals when they were, was like hey we need this for the shit we do for the hospitals yeah and now you probably have all these people that have bought masks and now going out fuck it i don't want it now you know it's crazy Mm-hmm. and turns out that the mask is really where you the the real protection we need because like i said since we started covering this shit this is a movie situation more science will come out you want to do the things that you're told to do but you also want to keep your 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 ear to the ground for what's coming up and it looks like the real way of spreading is these uh situations where you're in an enclosed space you're close to people no one's wearing masks and you're in there for a long time these are the three things that are fucking making sure you will get covid everyone gets covid and uh, uh gets coronavirus and yet somehow people are just like if i'm washing my hands i'm good yeah and it don't actually work like that and the and, and i think the thing is they keep coming out with studies that like you said they say hey if 90 percent or 80 percent of people wore it the numbers would drop like almost immediately mm-hmm. and people going fuck it i'd rather go to spring break i'd rather go to brunch i'd rather go to the bar i'd rather do these things i'd rather uh have school in session you know i'd rather have professional sports come back i'd rather have these things than for the safety of the mass at whole because as far as i'm concerned nobody in me and my family is directly impacted and even if it's did it's something that they did to get it even if i catch it who because you know there are people that have caught it and still turn around and be like fuck it so it's one of those things where for me it becomes very um frustrating because it damages your body even if you're asymptomatic like if you catch it you will be a- affected forever and um it's very frustrating because we have administration that doesn't care we have government that doesn't care and governors that don't care and so i like i said yesterday i don't want to be like people in italy where everything shut down and the hospitals was full and people were just dying left and right people i remember reading these articles where people was like my family member died in my home we don't know what to do won't nobody take the body we can't bury them i don't want that to happen but we're so stupid and dumb and ignorant that that's where it is going here in america and then people would take it seriously but by then it, it would be to the point to where it might not be uh, reversible yeah and i i think we're headed there uh some of these states with republican governors are definitely headed there faster than everybody else but the thing you gotta remember this is a this is not a place with borders right this is not a place where the only place to get the the somewhere is like through some type of plane or something where they can regulate it you can drive across to another state and give it to everybody there you go to some one of these super spreader events you know you drive from north carolina into tulsa so you can support your president and you come back with coronavirus that's going into into your home state so you know um and speaking of which trump fans said we're healthy and strong and young trump rally attendees say they're not worried about COVID 19. i know they're not yeah because you showed up like guarantee you people did the tickets bought tickets for support but they didn't take their asses up you i think you said that they didn't take their asses out because i was like i don't want the shit i'll get the tickets but i'm well, not going well, there's a couple moving parts on that. Maybe we'll get to that in one of those Dash Y'all's Man. Okay. We'll talk about that stupid-ass rally. But there's some moving parts on that. 
uh the sun kills the virus the sun kills the flu and we're in june said anti-abortion activist dd manor friday outside of the bok center deborah adams who came with her five and nine-year-old daughters said the lord brought us here adams said she's not concerned about covid 19 we're healthy strong and young one attendee told msnbc a friend died from the virus and his son was on a ventilator so we know it's real but then at the same time you know you don't know what the facts are you feel like maybe one side plays it one way and the other side plays it another me personally i don't really know science science my nigga science like people are actually telling you how the shit functions we know it's a blood disease we know it's it's a, a version of it then it can affect children like the fuck my nigga like it's this is very frustrating when you talk to stupid people well it's not just that but this is the indoctrination of years and years and years of anti-fact anti-science this is what this this is what the this is what it comes down to right because if you watch fox news if you watch one american news if you get your breitbart.coms and stuff that's where you get your information and facebook has for years not checked fact sources and said you can't share this stuff um when you have the disparate uh distance between two essentially two people that two types of people that live in the same country but one side gets to have their own version of facts and the other side gets their own version of facts um what happens is that you people go well it's of equal quality regardless of what side you are on so i choose to believe global warming is not real you choose to believe it is uh, then yeah 97 percent of scientists are with you but ah, that's that's just your side i have a side and once we can make it two sides both sides have to have equal weight in a lot of people's minds that's and, and we're not prepared for this because this journalists think this is a thing you know news channels when they cover it will often bring on the quote-unquote other side of a that that is not a factual person and they they don't see it but they are actually contributing to the destruction of uh scientific fact and knowledge in our country when you bring on people that well hey he's anti-global warming and it makes a good segment on on cnn you know yeah yeah i I fought them for a lot of this this two-sided arguments you have an opinion i have an opinion and you know 60 seconds let's go that's bullshit and it's been happening for the past probably 10 to 15 years like it's been slowly coming back and forth where's the standard and it's dumb and it's stupid and once the news got out of news and once the news got to the point where it's about profits over everything and not actually giving you facts and because the news shouldn't be uh, a place where they they should be trying to worry about uh shareholders and shit like that just give me the facts Mm -hmm. but we have completely gotten away from that and once you get away from that this is where you come with all these things to get your numbers up get your ratings up we gotta pete we gotta compete with the with the uh the network tv we gotta compete with with uh cable channels and once you get to that point you strip it of of what it should be is about the news and like i say sometimes i feel like i'm old who what when where why and how those questions now don't fucking matter anymore like i like i was taught those things and i believed in those things because that's how you find the truth but we have completely gotten away from all the questions from the investigation because also the thing is too people that actually do that stuff 
a lot of times their funding gets cut because if you're doing something like that, it might take you years. It might take you six months. It might take you three weeks. You're not going to have an instant answer. We live in a society where everything is instant. Something happens. I have to have an instant solution. It doesn't function like that because just because something happened and just because something is presented to me, it does not mean it's always the truth. There are factors around this. Even when people do investigation, I might think somebody committed a crime. It might be somebody completely different. You have to investigate these things. And I think that, that society has gotten away from critical thinking. Society in general has gotten rid, has gotten away from challenging itself. Like you say, long form reading, that's out the window because a lot of that journalism is long form you know it, it, it requires time it requires i'm have to take days i'm have to take weeks, right and nobody wants to do this they want you to scrunch it into a 30 second video scrunch it into a two minute video scrunch it into 140 characters and, and that's impossible um and the thing is by the time somebody actually goes through all this and present present the thing the topic is already cold and people have moved on to something else. But what they're presenting you is the facts. And we do have people that will go and read and things like that. But when they do that, people that were wrong and there's never a, a, retraction or right. if it is is that instead of it being at the front of the page like the story was is in the fifth page or the third page or is at the bottom of the website so it's like well it's already out there and you're not trying to correct this yeah and i think also people use your propensity to anger and dislike against you correct and that's what i like a perfect example of this um joe biden joe biden was being accused of people were calling him a rapist not too long ago what happened did everybody stop talking about it well well, how'd that just go away if he is a rapist and you think he's a rapist it's not like you're gonna stop talking about it just all of a sudden what but it took time people started investigating that woman's claims people started talking talking to people that know her talking about her past all this stuff and then it turned into this kind of murky okay we don't know if it happened or not and then oh okay she's had a history of some kind of strange things okay maybe maybe this isn't what happened and then everyone goes i'm not interested in this anymore i was interested in calling that dude a rapist for several weeks right but you know but but now that but now that we don't know and things are starting to look a little more murky the things we asked for right i just think we should investigate i just think we should do this you get some answers and then they go oh fuck that right because it's not the answers that they want yeah so i don't even necessarily think it's so much just only republicans believe some bullshit i think Mm -mm. whatever you the internet now has made it whatever you're prone to be persuaded by it's something out there willing to get you for black people hotels right the hotels are very anti-science anti-fact anti questions like mm-hmm. like they like they they like to to lead you up to a point until you start getting a like a rigorous like well let's look into this scientifically and then it's like uh we don't got time for all that Mm-mm-mm-mm. you know and so I, I think those things show our it's when they discover your proclivity to be fooled that's all they care about and i think donald trump is probably one of the greatest people at finding somebody's proclivity to be fooled to want to be fooled yes and then and leading right leaning right into that and white supremacy is a huge one for that and that leads to people saying i'm going to go to your rally without a mask to own the libs i'm going to go to your rally and not social distance because i feel like i'm proving something because if i don't believe in coronavirus 
i it's then because i believe my white superiority on some subconscious level will will will, will win will win the day you know because like i said none of these people think they're dying for him I, i'll say that a million times yeah like, i, I, like I can't I, even say it's brave none no, of them think they will die yeah, they no, think no, they're gonna be just fucking fine right and i'm like well you signed up to die regardless right. of what how you feel about it i don't care if you think these are not the, you are are, are are immune i'm saying you signed up to die right but these are not the words of people who think they're going to die no i agree with that it's pretty much a conspiracy brought on by the democrats to try to disrupt the election progress process said gary bromley 60 right in that target age um another man said his friend had died but the treatment that they gave him killed him not the virus they don't think they're gonna die you can't even say they're brave you can't even give say they're sacrificing themselves for white supremacy they don't they're like lemmings running off a fucking cliff they they, they think there's something down there they think they're gonna be fine just they're running because everyone else is running but yeah i saw that and was just like we ain't got a chance because the other part of this that that people won't talk about often is this all these people got they work somewhere C- come on they go to some they go some places they go to your shopping center for store to the store they work at your job so all these jobs that are like we're gonna rush back you know these people are gonna go out to eat so even if you've been socially distancing and doing everything mm-hmm. right when you share space with these people you are endangered you know i don't know how any company that has been letting people re- remote work for the last however long i don't know how any company can justify bringing anyone back before there's a vaccine and and and, and the thing is you have to look at it like that dude said about disney world when you have facebook twitter google apple like some of these big i'm not sure about apple but i know those three the first three i named saying don't we you can you're home indefinitely you're home until we get it like they're telling people to stay and these are some of the largest companies in the country that have thousands and thousands and thousands of people you company with the hundred people why do you think that you're smarter than these people guarantee you these people have some of the best of the best doing their own investigation to try to figure out what is the best for the employees but you think that you're so special that you can quote unquote make everybody come back to work Mm -hmm. and the thing is a lot of people that were that was anti-state anti um working from home are at home now and they love it so many people are like i don't i've seen i've seen it in real life i don't want to come back i if you give me the option i am staying at home i'm not coming back never 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 again because the thing is you don't have a vaccine so what's the point of you rushing people in there? Because if I, my thing, I'm blessed where I have a job where they're not rushing people to come back. They was like, look, certain jobs have to, but the building has to be a certain level. We can't have but so many people in the building, blah, blah, blah. But the thing is, even when I quote unquote do come back, I'm wearing a mask. Right. But yeah, it's just something to think about, man. Till we have a vaccine or some type of treatment for this, um, just coming back to work like the shit is all good is it gonna work because even if you are wearing a mask and it's required at your job these some motherfuckers have been going to trump rallies yes they have and you, know you what I mean? don't know who. you don't know who you don't know who uh flushing the toilet without a lid on may spread the coronavirus particles as well now they don't know if this is how people have gotten it i don't think they have any proof but they're just talking about the way the molecules work in the air and shit and the way droplets work and they're like yeah it can be in fecal matter so in these restrooms where people flush the toilet 
it could be in the air floating all up in there like once again i'll say this when you go to the bathroom in public you don't have what lids normally you normally don't don't have lids no they don't now you're talking about going back to work going out to these public events Mm -hmm. we want nba players to do blank we want college kids to do blank if you don't have toilets that even have lids there's really nothing you can do about this so if this is a way it spreads we are fucked um all right let's move um yeah uh last one top coronavirus expert dr anthony fauci says he has not talked to trump in two weeks i believe that trump got him the fuck out of there he he, Mm -hmm. ain't got no time for him he lost that number okay soon as he soon as he could he ain't he is sending all dr fauci calls a voicemail yeah yeah he he does not care because he got him in his phone saved as this nigga come on <laughs> who's calling oh this nigga calling again what does he want yeah because he doesn't care because everything fauci says is facts and donald mm-hmm. trump don't function on facts right um all right let's get into some other news um oh so the cops lied about that shake shack poisoning mm-hmm. um and you know ever since that happened i've been like well how the fuck did that blow up how did that work well shout out to the new york post apparently they had some investigative reporting come on and, and answering the who what when where why and how apparently guess what but it took a while didn't it yeah the fullest picture yet has yet to emerge of the incident which came amid fraught tensions between the police and the public it's based on records of multiple interviews of police sources the three officers were down were down from the bronx on protest duty in lower manhattan on june 15th when they ordered the now infamous mid-shift treats via a mobile app around 7:30 p.m purchasing three shakes across two separate orders their drinks were waiting for them when they arrived at the shake shack on the second floor a female officer picked up her strawberry shake from the front counter and two male colleagues grabbed their cherry and vanilla drinks from the side counter police sources explained it was clear that the workers couldn't have known the cops had placed the order since it was not done in person and they couldn't have dosed the drinks after the officers arrived because they were packaged and waiting for pickup when the trio walked in soon after sipping the shakes however the cops realized they didn't taste or smell right so they threw the drinks in the trash they alerted a manager who apologized and gave them vouchers for free food or drink which they accepted but when the cops told their sergeant about the incident the supervisor called in the emergency service unit to set up a crime scene at the fast food joint for an oh. evidence search around 9 20 p.m nearly two hours after they got their first sour shakes so you're shutting the restaurant down now the three officers were then rushed to bellevue hospital where they were examined and released without ever showing any symptoms meanwhile a lieutenant from the bronx blasted out an email to the union that six cops there were three six cops started throwing up after drinking beverages that they got from shake shack on 200 broadway How we get to sit we got three extra imaginary people it was unclear why the sergeant and lieutenant escalated the situation detectives easily closed the case after interviewing five employees and reviewing surveillance footage showing the shakes were made normally the machine was clean before the officers ordered according to the sources it still contained residue uh residual milkstone remover a typically acidic solution used to combat buildup in dairy equipment so maybe they're like maybe the machine had some cleaning stuff in it from when they cleaned the machine before they made the shakes but they probably not on purpose not dosing them not yeah yeah. but my thing is this they probably been making shakes all day the bitch is called shake shack 
So people probably come in there asking for shakes. So how come out of all the people that had ordered shakes, y'all the only ones that got sick? We 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 would have had more than because that's well, not how- no. That's what they're saying. Why are we the only ones that got sick? Y'all poisoned us. That's what the cops are saying. Oh, okay. I'm asking that question too. It don't make sense. Right, right. But I'm saying it does make sense. It sounds like they cleaned the machine before they made those three shakes. Okay. And so some of the cleaning material may have gotten in the shake or something. And so they, because they say they found residue of the milkstone remover, which is something they use to clean the machine. And that was right before they made those shakes. So maybe there was some type of mix up with that. Maybe. Keep in mind, they didn't actually get sick or anything. They just didn't think that the shakes tasted good and threw them out okay but by 10 45 p.m the detectives endowment association was declaring that finest the uh, had become ill after become being i guess ny's finest had become, become ill after being intentionally poisoned by one or more workers at the shake shack okay after they went to the hospital after they this is after they didn't find nothing wrong with them right mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. okay i want to be sure that i understood the police benevolent association president pat lynch made a show of visiting bellevue while union declared at 10 47 p.m that police officers came under attack from a toxic substance believed to be bleach both messages flurried across social media spawning a trend boycott shake shack uh hashtag that was still being tweeted sunday by users who appeared to erroneously believe that nypd members were intentionally poisoned around 3 a.m june 16 the department was reviewing the statement on the matter and at 4 a.m just over eight hours after the cops picked up their shakes chief of detectives rodney harrison announced on twitter that there was no criminality the unions later deleted the tweets and issued statements walking back their discredited claims privately they blamed the lieutenant who first raised the false alarm that however didn't stop city council speaker Corey johnson and city councilman richie torres uh from demanding a probe into the union's alleged inflammatory behavior a review of the incident and how it unfolded is ongoing (laughs) cops man they 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 paranoid Mm -hmm. they are none of them should be able to have a gun if you scared of a shake my nigga you you can't have a gun you you just said you were poisoned you risked that fucking shake shack you doxed them saying it was that location anything could have happened to those people because because you right people could have showed up at the location because people are crazy showed up at the location threatened the employees right um now this is a website that i'm pretty sure is biased it's called lawenforcementtoday.com and i think what they think is that we're gonna be sitting at home scared what i'm about to read colorado distributes police force of qualified immunity countless officers discussing resigning don't don't kill people there i mean if you're only willing to do the job if you can kill people without like if you can get a 007 license to kill then maybe you shouldn't have a job don't kill people because guess what (laughs) if you know that you're going to be held accountable for that you're less likely to pull that goddamn trigger you're going to start using alternate methods you're 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 going to be less lethal if you are actually held accountable Mm -hmm. it's funny and uh, see the thing that they do when they do this uh the same thing happened with uh the police that pushed down a 75 year old man and then uh they quote unquote resigned from the emergency force and then of course all the all the um 
quote-unquote riots became very peaceful in that area after that not well, one problem the, the quite thing, interesting the thing is most of these um it's uh, protests most of them when police stopped showing up the media stopped showing up and then the confrontation went down yeah. for some reason when the police showed up mm-hmm. it got it got violent and that's but, when the media wanted to show it on tv every night right but when they left all of a sudden it's a piece of protest which means you can't put it on the top of your news as far as shocking 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 look white america you're not talking to us look white america look white america look white america you you can't run on that no more and so a lot of this is why i debunk the people with the black on black crime because that's what happens we're out there marching it's peaceful so the news not there so you don't see it so how so you talk about people aren't out there because people are still marching to today truth be told but you would not know it because it is not on the top of the six o'clock news 11 o'clock news five o'clock news breaking news in your local cities people are still marching they're still angry they're still protesting they are all across the country these marches have not stopped but what has stopped is the media showing up and so my thing not trying to find the police are the problem in these situations they are the one that calls the confrontation and this is different than when people are talking about I need a fucking haircut and we saw clips of police officers standing there like they had since and people with AR-54s, whatever, on their back screaming at these people, but yet they had restraints. But with, but yet when people was for March for Black Lives, y'all come in fatigue. You already have your bulletproof vest on. You, you, you're already there for a confrontation. Yeah, the other thing I will throw in there is whenever they do this, this thing they, hey, we can't push down a 75-year-old man, so 53 officers quit. Hey, we are uh, in Atlanta after the uh, Rayshard Brooks killing. The police officers called out. Half the police officers called in sick with the blue flu over the weekend. Um, This is in Denver. Now people want to quit. Keep in mind, this law doesn't take effect for like three years. But they want to quit right well number one that's the best argument i've ever heard in my life for defunding the police you clearly have way anyone in this economy who's playing with their employment don't need it like if you playing games with your motherfucking check right now when people ain't got jobs you clearly don't give a fuck about that check you must be paid too much because you clearly don't give a fuck nba players trying to come back to work because they know what's up and you somewhere being like fuck cop dog i don't need these dollars if i can't kill black people indiscriminately that's number one number two the threat of them quitting is not a threat to black people Mm-mm. all of us go yes we Good. need less police we have too many interactions with the police we are tired of the fucking cops for the most part we're like it's not necessarily the existence of the police that bothers most of us in that way no i understand there's some extreme people like that but mm-hmm. for most of us it's the insistence on how they do their job right so if they're gonna do their job the way they do it against us against us not for us then of course we don't give a fuck if they like that's not helping us so so we don't have the relationship to feel threatened by the idea that the cops are saying i'm not gonna come up show up well you don't show up for the things we would like you to show up for come on and then if other things we wish you would leave us alone you refuse to you know you all all day you're here for stopping and frisking us or catching some motherfucker in the car with some weed you love that shit 
but when it's some shit like um you know someone was sexually assaulted all of a sudden it's taking a long time to get that to get y'all to come out and look at this is all of a sudden now the rape kid is on fucking backlog and it can't be tested like it's not like you're doing a great job so you telling us that you're going to do less of a bad job is cool we're fine with that what the threat is is for white people yes what they're really saying is we will stop doing our job for you because the police exist in the way that they exist because white people would like for them to exist in that way Mm -hmm. they don't think about it Mm -mm. they think of the police as an arm of hey a black man told me i had to put a leash on my dog in central park i'm gonna call the police hey a black man is walking house to house in a safety vest i should call the police just in case he, i know he just got out of a duke power utility truck and he seems to be checking the electric boxes on the side of houses but i'm gonna call the cops just in case you know like that's the difference it's like police function for white people in a completely different capacity so when they say they're quitting what they're really trying to do is to break the alliance the fragile alliance that is happening at the moment that is white people working and cooperating with black people Mm -hmm. white people in the streets because they at home they you know they ain't got no jobs Mm -hmm. right now they ain't got no events to be at so now you got white people in here that seem to be giving a fuck about black people and they got the time to give a fuck about black people and so the police go okay well then we're gonna stop doing our job for you and the point isn't that things will become worse for white people it won't Mm -mm. but racism is so fucking irrational and is predicated upon a paranoia that is constantly uh in the minds of white people this idea that black people are gonna get them that black people are criminals that that they need to be protected that they need all these guns that they need all this shit that america is some fucking like that everything you know what it is is that america is essentially a heist movie it is white people heisting everything this country can have whether it be black labor indigenous lives and land whatever it is a heist movie and at the end of the heist movie they are fucking paranoid someone's gonna come do it to them and so they've turned so now the police sits this function like this security guard or somebody that's gonna stop that's gonna constantly stop everybody from getting payback from getting the revenge that they're owed and shit but it mostly exists in their minds most of us are not even fucking interested in that no we just want to live just leave and me so alone. when so seeing george floyd with nine minutes of his in his life go expire before us um that shit has awoken a certain type of white person to wait what do the police do right i don't want them doing this nope i didn't ask for this i i don't want it on my behalf but the police are hoping to scare that remaining white people those white people on the front fence those fragile alliance whites into being like no police oh no that's why honestly i look it's on it's our show so we can say it. that's why i think abolish the police is stupid it's a, it's a dumb fucking saying because the idea is that these white people are so radical now they're gonna be like yeah abolish the police too they're not they're not you have to take them as far as they're willing to go and then push a little bit further but you we ain't even got off the fucking like step one yet and people are already on step 100 and they ain't gonna get there with us you know same thing like even defund the police is kind of a misnomer you know it's like 
like it's, it's just enough of a a salacious thing that is catchy on twitter and stuff but at the same time it's hard to sell to people because when they first hear the words they their instant their instant reflex is gonna say no and then everyone's gonna jump in their shit and then we're gonna have to go through explaining it again and what it really means and all this shit it, like it, it just sucks it just sucks that i understand it. i agree with defund the police and even i'm like i that i already know that that's a tough sell that's gonna be real tough yeah because because the relationship to white people and us is totally different right because it's a tough sell for me and my thing is it's, it, it is going to take a while to get to abolish and i understand people go well it's not functioning it's not doing what it's supposed to do yes i agree and i understand that it's fucked up and they're not doing you know mm-hmm. the things that we demand of them i understand that uh but also you're asking a country uh, a, a law and punishment country uh to actually uh do something radical and that's not going to happen overnight Mm -hmm. um and my thing is once you quote unquote abolish you're gonna have to replace it with something and everybody's not gonna agree with whatever you whatever you replace it with if you don't want to replace it with nothing which is what a lot of people are saying i know america i know it's gonna happen they're gonna replace it with privatized militias they're gonna replace it where with quote unquote where they say community policing but community policing for white people are gonna look way different than the hippie shit that you think was gonna happen for black people right so you're gonna have motherfuckers with guns running around and shit they're gonna be on some totally different things and there won't be a force that makes them not do that right. because essentially when you don't engage in uh the political um system or whatever when you just go fuck the whole system i'm not engaging in that well then who's the person in charge of saying hey we don't want these officers who are racist and kill people and shit and get away with it we don't want them just going home with their weapons and and ganging up and being like well now we just protect the white side of town and if your niggas come over here and get shot that's on you what you gonna do lock me up in the abolished prisons what you gonna do you gonna you gonna i'm gonna go to prison in a world where we don't have any fucking uh sentences or places to put people right what a place where you don't you don't know what to do with murderers and rapists we just gonna uh now you're gonna lock me up you say you don't lock people up like it's gonna like it's gonna it's gonna be a problem at one point some point's gonna you know there's gonna be answers that have to be made but i think people know that what they're pitching is so far out that they don't have to have answers because they know that shit will never happen right right so for me and all jokes aside that's why i just dismiss it i'm i'm just keeping it i just okay since you actually are are, are actually don't want to get into the fundamentals of it i can't go with you like i personally i'm like cool cool, cool yeah. because yeah and, and, we're far away from the fundamentals i mean we're we're far away from it now but my point is the uh, i think everyone can agree what we have isn't working agree and i think that's the bigger part that everyone should be concentrating on right because abolition and even a complete defunding is so far away that motherfuckers are getting caught up arguing about that shit and it's not gonna happen so the idea of of changing things that you can change now like some of these places are taking away funding breaking contracts with police trying to fund other things those are good ideas right and and the thing is i i I am with the slow progression like because america don't move quickly i don't know not know why people think that this country is as far to the left as they really i I wouldn't even care if it was fast progression i i don't think it'll happen but i wouldn't care do it fast defund them fast i don't give a fuck correct the not, le- like 
I, I, like there is no, no part of me that thinks what they're doing is good enough to be preserved so they can take it all but my point is convincing people of that is going to be much harder than a hashtag right right and, and, and when i and when i was talking about the the progress is going to be slow we can actually get to some of these ideas that you have but it's going to be a slow process to get to the point where you'd be like okay we need to abolish it like that yeah progress. yeah I, I see what you're saying that, that is yeah. not going to be that's not going to be here today gone tomorrow shit don't work like that yeah well some some places are doing it you know denver's trying to do it minneapolis is trying to do it we'll see how fast it really turns out i know seattle they have a zone where they say uh there's no police allowed belong beyond this barrier unless it's like an emergency then they open up the roads let them through and then then kick them back out i guess i don't know how exactly how it works because you know obviously there's a lot of uh anti that area propaganda and a lot of pro that area propaganda depending on what side you fuck with so i don't really know what's truly happening there but there are places where things are happening and they're happening fast um I, we just don't know the results of those things yet no it's gonna take a time to find out what works and what doesn't work yeah some people have already getting killed in that seattle zone area you know but depending on who you ask the story is different for each person and then of course you know the police are gonna use the uh the big joker of people probably in there getting raped and killed and y'all can't y'all ain't doing nothing and so whether it's happening or not right uh that's enough to scare most people so yeah i don't know what's gonna happen is is but my point is what i do know is that this thing where they go oh we're gonna just go home then oh you you're taking away our immunity well then i don't want to be a cop i'm gonna resign that is directly tied to the fear white people have of black people right they are basically saying we will stop being your arm of your excuse because you don't have to do it yourself we will stop being the excuse you use to be racist right and that is a bigger threat to white people than i think people understand people people think that shit's not gonna work and white black people are celebrating and that shit works on white people i don't know how you reach the white people to be able to tell them don't fall for this but that shit works on them even these well-meaning white people their relationship with the police is not what we think you know when when you know and even shit even well-meaning black people because i the same motherfuckers talking about prison abolition was talking about they need to lock up that dude that killed toyin all week all week all week saying you don't care about her and if you you know um you know black men are trash blah 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 all that shit well they want they trash to go somewhere and it's probably the one of them fucking prisons i didn't see nobody talking about rehabilitating him Mm -hmm. what his mental health was like no any of that shit same people by the way not not some like that overlap is a venn diagram of that is a circle like like we don't really know or have a full idea what this radical like no cop no prison no locking up people thing looks like we we have some very broad scope ideas and feelings but i don't think people are truly there yet i think Mm -mm. people betray themselves when in the heat of the moment it comes out and you're like "Mm, we want the cops that killed george floyd to do what be locked up go to prison get charged with with murder yeah which means you want a a judicial system to actually do their thing not a community to actually do their thing if we was really against all that fucking prison abolition and uh, and all that shit black people wouldn't be mad that amber geiger got hugged if we being real because that's what that's what that shit looks like 
but mm-hmm. we are but we are mad because 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 we actually aren't on that shit in the way that we're we, we we talk about it we talk about it when we identify with the person as the victim mm-hmm. but we don't talk about that shit when we identify with the person that you know is the victim of 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 someone uh of the of the person charged or whatever like when we identify with the person that's charged then we're obviously you know the girl licks the ice cream why we gotta always lock people up you know shit like that okay okay because that was a black girl white person does the same thing the next day this nigga this nasty unwashed leg motherfucker he go to prison you know but uh, you know it's hard to live in the truth speaking of living in truth no name and j cole have you heard about these two okay something else happened she apologized okay so i don't know if we didn't get to talk about this i'm kind of glad we didn't because god damn this shit was gender wars part three rise of the return of the jedi um (laughs) on fucking twitter you can see the water part god damn niggas was mad as hell i said okay and i just go about my business and as a and as a general rule if you've been listening to this show since episode one you already know i do not argue with j cole fans for no reason Mm -mm. i have never not not worth it not wasting my breath not wasting my time Mm -mm. they are a toxic fan group and them niggas will yell at you j cole went platinum with no features as if that is the big joke of all jokers and that means you must love his fucking music so absolutely never it's like a facebook meme i'm not starting my argument based in the fucking j cole high fight that's not happening oh no it's not worth it and that's not even anti him i don't listen to j cole like that so it's not even some like because i hate j cole no but i don't fuck with him and his fans are very annoying so what happened um and it's funny what people leave out based on the allegiances that they have because it turned into black men versus black women Mm -hmm. but what happened was no name kind of did a subtweet of what people assume is j cole and maybe even kendrick lamar that basically said hey y'all don't y'all rap about black people and black struggles but if your favorite artist ain't out here tweeting about this stuff right now then you know you know essentially they're not black enough they're not woke enough they don't care about they don't really care oh doing that black checking yeah and especially when it comes to tweets you know that is a thing that happens now with twitter is uh if you're not tweeting about it you must not care it doesn't matter what you're doing in the streets it doesn't matter what what you're saying on your music you know everyone has to tweet about it or you don't care about it and it normally is a result of people spending so much time on twitter right that they start thinking twitter is like a like the only way or like some type of proof of caring i think that's kind of i think that's kind of uh, ridiculous and i think it's also very short-sighted because what happens is that there's a lot of people who are able to pick up the lingo from twitter and they just move themselves into these circles because they can tweet the right things Mm -hmm. they don't have to mean any of it Mm -mm. and that's why everybody's always getting scammed and Mm -hmm. (laughs) always getting scammed always getting surprised and shocked when they find out somebody's a fucked up person's like well all they did was tell you hashtag drink water every day what you wanted to hear yeah (laughs) and and a lot of that is taking advantage of that anger even we do it to our own all they did was like name themselves some shit that you know that that you just wanted to uh, oh shea butter uh feminista uh the third oh it must be must be a cool person like 
that person's a cartoon avatar you don't know them you don't know them you don't know what the fuck they own okay that person popped up three weeks ago now they got a thousand followers you don't know anyway so no name is a rapper from chicago we played some of her music on here before um uh and and it was when she said that uh we covered her before when she said that black people don't really come out and support her at live events and she doesn't feel like she's supported by black people as an artist and she says something about no more shows for white people or whatever Mm -hmm. which uh, i guess you know what i mean i I, like i said i could understand as an artist if you think you're making some super black woke shit and then you show up to the live show and it's mostly white people in the audience it's gonna bother you and her fans was people were saying like not even her fans but the people that follow her on twitter not always your fans think about this because people that follow you on on twitter yeah it's real easy to follow somebody but that don't mean you actually support and will give you dollars that's how fan kind of got in trouble right people that follow on twitter Twitter was like not always your fans Mm -mm. so anyway uh so that was when we talked about her last time and people were saying stuff like oh but no name you know maybe they can't afford tickets and she brought up a great point which was they afford tickets to nikki they afford tickets to kendrick they afford tickets to other artists they can afford the tickets they just don't fuck with me point you know that is that is what it is and that gotta hurt well that was one thing another thing she did on twitter was she tweeted some shit about capitalism uh maybe even a couple months ago and she got dragged to smithereens it was just people basically being like you know fuck what you talking about blah 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 so then she's kind of done a 180 she's been reading all these books and now she's coming back being like hey um i'm a social i'm a communist now i'm a this you know like y'all should have never drugged me because i'm about to be da 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 and so she's now super woke um no name also has a book club i saw her interview by trevor noah not too long ago uh maybe two or three months ago um like she's a very astute she cares she's very smart all this stuff um and very woke tm you know at this point uh, i think she's 28 years old okay. so um she's also kind of coming into that i think twitter rolls in phases for certain type of people mm-hmm. and i think right now she's in that twitter wokey woke phase where every thought that crosses your mind you think you got to share with everybody is genius is brilliant versus and yeah. this is when a lot of times the twitter people start putting you on that pedestal they love you you become representative of a bunch of shit they start projecting on you yep and you have to represent everything that they say right and right now i feel like she's very people are projecting onto her all black womanness right like black woke womanness she that's what she represents to a lot of people so for her to say that about j cole a fellow rapper um a lot of people were running with it i saw uh academics the dude he was on his instagram page and he had fucking like pictures of j cole and kendrick above her tweet so maybe she didn't mean cole maybe she did whatever happened though people start assuming it was about him right regardless if it was or not that's how people uh, um interpreted it right and keep in mind motherfuckers at this point and i've been saying this the whole time but how black people are responding to this trauma people need to have a little bit more kindness for everybody and you can't cherry pick it out you can't be mean to people and then then be like but i want my kindness like leave people alone let them handle shit how they handle because you really don't fucking know Mm -hmm. they could be sitting somewhere with a fucking gun in a temple like i'm ready to take myself out i don't 
i'm tired of this world i watched this black man get killed and i can't take it no more and you somewhere on twitter like i see you didn't tweet about it we don't fucking know what is happening in people's minds no we don't know what's happening in their heads some people ain't tweet activist motherfuckers some people ain't you know some people are out in the streets some people feel i'm gonna wait until i can process this through a song or entertainment Mm -hmm. or whatever we we really don't know and also the thing that particularly twitter don't allow people to do is stay in their lanes yeah sometimes my lane might not be this and i might come out in my due time but i might do it in art i might do it in a song yeah. i might you know so there are these and, other I, ways that, that that they could come out and, and, and present it but it does not have to always be the way that quote-unquote twitter wants you to and be. also a lot of times these people are doing you a favor yes they are because they don't know what the fuck they talking about Mm-mm. this is why i don't encourage people to speak out because most of the time when somebody's not speaking out on something there's a fucking reason it's not always that they know better but they're scared a lot of times because they don't know what the fuck they're talking about and either they're reading up on it they're learning on it or they're just going not my lane let me shut the fuck up before i say something dumb and people have this thing where they only really say shut the fuck up or they only tell somebody you should have just been quiet after they said the fucked up thing right so So don't encourage them into saying something fucked up i've i'm not walking around talking about i need white people to talk to me i don't need them to because they probably don't know what the fuck they're talking about i have lived as a black person and i've also read a bunch of books about blackness and black history you know what they haven't done either one and if they're gonna start now they're gonna need some time they bought them big ass books the last couple weeks well they need some time to read them too so give them a chance they can't they haven't read white fragility enough to be out here confidently talking about it and you know what happens when they fuck up we roast their ass and tell them to shut the fuck up so just leave people alone we don't know so right there was the thing that a lot of people left out and i think that's a very important thing she called the dude out i think you can't skip over that people want to skip over that because they're playing the teams or the genders and versus each other start start right there with okay so you called this person out this nigga j cole responds to it in a rap mm-hmm. he doesn't say her name either so for the people that go well she didn't even say his name i guess hit dogs a holler technically he, he didn't say her name either and everybody knows it's about her too let's just keep it a buck both these niggas are kind of being messy at this point um so he put out this song and i i, I, I listened to it um it's not a it's not a bad song i just don't think i'm a j cole fan but it's basically him saying like it's a because he made sure to say it was a woman on twitter that like is really smart and very like people-minded and reads all these books and tweets out like she's mad at the world she's mad at white people she's you know she's mad at everybody and um she uh basically calls him out and he feels like um the he hasn't been saying anything because um he's not as smart as her he's not as equipped to be out here talking all this shit he hasn't read all those books and he's just been minding his business and and staying in his lane and then he ends it with with saying he can't walk uh ran into somebody like at the gas station or something another brother and made it it made him question himself at the end say am i doing enough and that's the song essentially like he doesn't disrespect her name or anything like that um the main line in there that i think was the one that set a lot of people off but i think anything he would have said would have set him off because right. he was responding he shouldn't have responded in a lot of people's minds the twitter shit works one way i get to say whatever the fuck i say about you you don't get to say anything back that's how they think that right. should work but it doesn't if you say anything back it better be i was wrong you were right i'm sorry 
but if you say anything like i don't agree with you like then all of a sudden you're the bad person one person has to be the hero other person has to be the bad guy and this is one of those things we get to line up and be like coon 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 the thing that i felt that he said that i that was like okay this is gonna set everybody off he said something about he didn't like her tone and i don't really give a fuck how you put that in a rap whatever if you tell a black woman a woman not even black if you just tell a woman you know if you tell a person that that you don't like their tone even if you literally don't like their tone it's got a certain intonation coming from a man to a woman Mm-hmm. it's got a certain intonation the p is gonna fucking set intonation just another word for tone y'all it's just gonna set motherfuckers off that's it you tell somebody i don't like your tone even if they they were the one that came at you sideways people are gonna concentrate on that rather than what the fuck you just said yeah because a lot of times it's not about the action it's about the reaction yeah um yeah i first i'm like what Jawan said he thought it was bad time i thought that at first but when's a good time is there ever a good time for somebody to be like i you're coming at me sideways i don't like your tone people gonna already take it bad you know right. it's not like it's not like there's like well you know what if we wait a month we'll we'll have a good you know we'll let black women have three good weeks and then we can bring it up nah mm-hmm. they was blaming everything on this nigga they was like trans women getting killed that's you that's on your fault you know everything was on j cole j cole ain't never said or did nothing like that in his rhymes or even in person but for that moment he became representative of everything bad that black men had ever done it's projected on them yeah because they're also projecting on a no name um you know so i thought that was a big part of it um the other thing too is people took it as you better educate me and i didn't take it as that um i took it as him saying if you're on twitter to educate people you can't be dragging them come on that i've said that a million times on the show that being said for her she got dragged into being more of a activist communist socialist whatever so for her that is the method she learned same thing she used to be called no name gypsy and same thing she got you know kind of like called out and harassed into being like okay you need to apologize and change your name and she did you know so for her her learning style may be totally different than j cole's Mm -hmm. you know and i and i totally understand the disconnect there because to her it's like i call people out and then they do better it's like no that's not everybody's gonna respond to that Mm-mm. this you know some people gonna get defensive some people gonna just be like well i was minding my business and i disagree with what you just said you know I, you can't make me do shit you know oh ooh, you don't like me Ooh, oh no what am i gonna do so like different people gonna have different responses to being called out whether it's legit or not um so i thought that was a big part of the, of the thing that got just you know and then once everybody's hopping on it it's kind of like if you think he has bad intentions you're gonna turn every word into bad intentions thank god i don't really give a fuck uh either way so that was the first thing and then uh no name responded and she made a rap and uh her rap was bringing in like uh toy and being killed uh like i think maybe ayana dior being beaten like it was bringing in a lot of stuff that in my opinion 
is not a j cole thing i'm not saying yeah. it's not a, even a black man thing right. i'm not saying i don't think j cole represents all black men i don't think no name represents all black women Mm-mm. i think they're two rapper individual co-workers that are having correct issue online and then they're communicating i don't know if there's a phone call behind the scene after this or whatever but they both had these raps come out and send so then of course everybody now is oh she oh she killed him in this and i'm like i i feel what y'all trying to say but i didn't even reply or talk about any of that shit either because i was like you know this is also kind of fucked up you know that that now this thing has become about whether or not these rappers are battling over black lives and there's nothing about j cole that says he doesn't care about black people's lives there's nothing about that like he's not some coon ass rapper you know but it so it was just kind of a weird thing that i feel like only happens on a microcosm of of twitter I, like outside of twitter i bet people don't even give a fuck about this no they do not and in conjunction with that niggas at home with nothing to do true true that's that's so true. that's why it actually dragged on as long as it did because knowing that people would have talked about it's a smooth 24 to 48 hours and then it yeah. moved on i think also the existing gender war between black men and black women is just it's always right for entertainment and attention correct so if you can frame the discussion behind that because essentially what people are saying is she was able to she's able to call him out and he can't say anything back yeah and i don't i don't right that's what they're really saying Mm -hmm. if you if you boil it boil it down to like okay so what is what exactly is wrong here It's, it's like well he was basically supposed to take that tweet and and eat it and be like fuck everything i've ever done for my community fuck everything i've ever rapped about said you know he has a home that he uh every uh he for a year he gives black single mothers the home to live in for free no rent no nothing wow right the man who apparently hates all black women right um he also there's uh pictures of him at protest so he's been protesting since (laughs) since in the last like two months so is so this so the the idea of even calling him out in the first place is a little shady because it's like did you, so because he wasn't tweeting these things go away the, they this, think that's the end all be all yeah um so that was kind of that was kind of that was kind of fucked up and i think you know people gas shit up so once they seen it was about to be between her and this dude then it's like oh it's time to start the black man brigade start start time to start the black woman brigade Mm -hmm. um because because that's the other thing a lot of the argument isn't even really between the substance of what they said Mm -mm. it's black men going back and forth with black women in the mentions of these two people and you see it online it's just it's crazy Mm -hmm. Uh, like what is happening it's it's not it really has nothing to do with it you know people are more uh people are more enthralled with the symbolism of it you know rather than what the 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 substance of it um and then people are kind of cherry picking what they want from it you know the uh it's like a big episode of insecure right it's it's like oh yes see when he said tone what he really meant was and it's like okay or is it possible ever for a woman to come at you and have a tone that that you don't like and it's not just because she's a woman like if it was a dude you wouldn't like the tone that motherfucker said but that's okay to say it but like so there's power dynamics at play that are moving shifting Mm -hmm. uh as it's happening um 
so and then of course for her response there was a lot of people going you being divisive you fucking up so you supposed to be about black unity but here you are saying such and such but to me i'm like at that point he did a song i don't see as a rapper why it's wrong for her to do a song we didn't you know we didn't call jay-z and nas divisive you know when uh meek mill and drake was rapping back and forth these niggas being divisive like they had a disagreement and they put it in their art point blank you know this this one is a little bit more serious feeling because of the subject matter Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day this is what they do so i don't see how you can kind of like shut one down or the other um and so then you had people that were really really big up in the song 33 uh that's the name of it song 33 um and so there it was a lot of like she won (laughs) j cole is whack nobody even listened to him it's obvious she's a much better rapper i i that's when i checked out for sure because i was like y'all actually don't give a fuck because what would if she's a much better rapper y'all need to start going to her concerts y'all bet like after when we off of quarantine i her shows better be sold the fuck out number black people in there go supporting her because because if not it's just that fan con shit Mm -hmm. talk a good line online and then at the end of the day you don't really yeah you don't really believe it you ain't about to stream it they were leaving their houses before because the thing with j cole is actually or not his fans show up to his shit the, the the platinum thing is real it yes, happens it is you know we might you might not like his music but the motherfucking shit did go platinum so mm-hmm. um anyway so she everyone was like yeah you told him blah blah you know all this shit and once again black men being oh fuck that fuck this song she wrong for that uh black women yeah go off girl blah blah um and then she did something this morning i think took a lot of people by surprise to some extent or yesterday really she said uh i've been thinking a lot about it i've been thinking a lot about it and i'm not proud of myself for responding with song 33 i tried to use it as a moment to draw attention back to the issues i care about but i didn't have to respond my ego got the best of me i apologize for any further distraction this caused a mad lib killed that beat and i see there's a lot of people that resonate with the words so i'm leaving it up but i'll be donating my portion of the song's earning to various mutual aid funds black radical unity black power fist oh you know what this means now don't you what they're about to kick off that pedestal my nigga because they don't apologize and they don't ever say i'm sorry yeah a bunch of prison abolitionists that don't apologize but um not that what happened was i mean there were people that were like uh, what i saw mostly was just people being like you don't gotta apologize which i'm like who the fuck is anyone to tell somebody they don't have to apologize right if she chose to that's her choice that it's just like forgiveness you you don't get to decide for the person no you don't they decide what they feel inside you know it, it reminds me of um a couple times on the show when i've gone off about something i felt very passionate about it and nobody really had a problem with it other than the people i was you know talking about i'm sure but i would feel bad and so later on on the show i'd be like i want to apologize this is the same place that i said the thing i take it back i you know i i shouldn't have said it It, i was just because i felt righteous and i was upset at the time it doesn't necessarily mean i was right Mm -mm. and i was whether you recognize it or not i felt out of control right i felt like i was now doing something that wasn't necessarily about a bigger point to be made it was about protecting my own ego Mm -hmm it was about myself being hurt and offended and now i'm putting this out into the world right. and i feel bad about the shit 
you know uh with firestarter there were people oh you shouldn't say don't apologize to them they and i'm like no those are my friends right and even regardless of my intentions if they took it a certain way i you know i'm 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 grown up enough to be like yo that's not what i intended right and you know i would never do something like that to y'all you know like i'm trying to 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 patch it up make it up because i need it not not for the audience not even really for them but it's for me i have a moral boundary i have to live within right you know so it was funny to see people try to throw it away like nah fuck that you know what i mean which is i'm like so then what about her autonomy what about her agency didn't you just say fuck your agency no fuck how you feel about this thing we and that's when i was like i want you to be the puppet that is the projection right because you can't if you were truly supporting her whatever the fuck decision she made you support her and you're like yo if that's how you feel cool we rolling with you we got your back yeah because she took your brownie point she took your argument point she took your things away and and also the thing is like a lot of things people use these things as a jumping off point to talk about their personal lives so right. now all of a sudden you can't make the situation about you anymore because she apologized so you need her to continue to remain mad to continue to go out him to continue to be upset sure. because as long as she does that you can continue to actually go out here and and spew the anger the hurt and the pain that you have with Within yourself things that you need to resolve offline things you need to go get help a psychologist psychologist your medication whatever mm-hmm. you need to do to get yourself in check but you don't want to do that because that would take work it's easier to project to use her as your jumping off point and to project however you're feeling into her message regardless of if it's a connection or not yeah i think also people have been very desirous to have like a back and forth between black men versus black women for a long time you know Mm -hmm. and this was kind of a good nexus point to 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 jump that off of and you saw a lot of people expounding upon it on some like black men versus black women as opposed to j cole versus no name um and i think that was a that was a big part of it so they don't want to lose that because it's like it's like it's like if she says she feels bad about it then it's somehow taken away from how good you felt about it but my point is it was never really about her in the first place so why would you even care how she feels about it you're gonna use the song and the beef for whatever you feel anyway you're gonna continue to feel that so Mm -hmm. you don't have to say retroactively i don't fuck with the song you still like the song it happened it was a moment in time the artist doesn't stand by that song that's fine Yes, because I've come to the conclusion too. A lot of people like the falsehood or, 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 or the uh, the illusion of power, you know, mm. because you have an illusion of power. Anger gives people a a huge illusion that they are actually in control of a situation. And the thing is, yes, you can be angry and in control. Yes, you can. But for a lot of people, once they cross a certain a point of of mad, of being upset and mad and into just pure rage, which which a lot of these people are in that rage point, you have a complete illusion of power. So everything you say is right. You can never be checked. Everybody else is wrong because as far as you're concerned, I have to have this quote unquote power. So if I give this up, if I admit that 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 the beef is over that means i can no longer go out here and wield my power at whatever subject that i'm targeting yeah and i have a lot of respect for what no name did um to say because it wasn't like an apology to j cole 
she just was on some like for my own self i feel like i violated what i'm into i'm not trying to make this about ego and here i am feeding into the ego part of it yeah and i i have a lot of respect for that because it is very difficult when people are having your back quote unquote Mm -hmm. telling you you can do no wrong to have the temerity to be like despite what y'all are telling me this support isn't necessarily what i need like this isn't necessarily right that self-interrogation i respect that shit because everybody can't be right all the goddamn time no thank you know but you can come back and be like yo i had this wrong and i can admit it and this is how i see it from my perspective i know we're about to go to the break but yeah there's a respect i have for it because a lot of people say stuff like you know whenever i'm doing this i I need people to check me and i appreciate people checking me and they keep me in line and my friends these are my good friends and uh i i I, that's there's some virtue to that but i don't i don't think that's a good model i think checking yourself is a better model because then if if not you're just making yourself work it's labor on your friends they they supposed to be looking out for you all the time for when you fuck up so now it's like their job to police your fuck ups and this when you fuck up so when they're not uh so so i like that no name was introspective enough to be like it ain't really about y'all either like i'm just checking myself i feel bad for how the part i played in this shit is no longer about what it's supposed to be about and i can't pretend that that's not my ego right um and then the the other part of it too is um the way she came at j cole was essentially checking him well if you are checking people people are gonna tone police you people are you know i hate that 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 term but that's what the fuck happens i don't know who people think they are that no that they that people can approach them any kind of way and you just go you know what you're right that's not true that is not true if somebody comes at you in a certain type of way you feel disrespected 99 percent of human beings are gonna be like fuck you and fuck for you for the way you approach me they're not even gonna give you as thoughtful responses that j cole's song was they're just gonna be like fuck you fuck you for approaching me I'm, and i don't think i can do anything more suck my dick blah blah blah. i'm out right um so i think that's a big part of it too you know with the like if you're if you're offering your services to check people then people get to say i don't like the service like if you make it if you're making yourself the one who calls balls and strikes on blackness people get to be like i don't like the way you did it you came at me in a way that that made me feel a certain way and my feelings matter too right um and then at the same time i love people that can do that for themselves and be like i check myself so you know no harm no foul and for me um i gotta say this a lot of time a lot of people particularly on twitter where they go check me call me out a lot of times they actually don't always mean it for a good thing. A lot of times they mean check me and call me out and be in agreement with me. Mm. And that like that like that that's the big difference. And you can self-check, but you actually need people around you that will actually be like, "No, no nigga, you was wrong." That won't actually pump your head up. That won't actually make you feel good. They will not be there to stroke your ego. They will look you in the eye and be like, "Nigga, you was one hundred percent wrong." You need people like that around you, huh? You need people like that around you. Like that's exactly what I'm talking about. I don't uh, think people do. Oh, me? People no. like to say that shit on some like performative shit. I don't need that. 
when i'm wrong my friend my people are gentle to me yes they and are and vice versa and when that, my that, friends that, are that, right and that's wrong, what i'm that's what i mean like 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 they're not going to attack you you know what i'm saying they're yeah. not gonna come at but you but even like the way you said like sit you down nigga, you was wrong that that's actually not what the fuck people need that's a very popular thing to say online correct that is not what works on most people no most people when they fuck up it's like hey um i know she did this uh can we talk have about you thought it? about this you know it's not nigga you don't do enough for the community yeah, and and like, i said it like that but that's not how i mean it but <laughs> I, okay thank you for clarifying because i know me you approach me like that we gonna have some words yeah, and i know you too which is why i know that you, you if a nigga yeah. hopping your bitch is talking about some you was wrong you need to check yourself it's not gonna go the way they think it's gonna go Mm-mm. and i think that's but i think that's that's natural that's most people most people are not on some uh god what is that fucking movie about the drummer y'all know what i'm talking about y'all in the chat when i watched it probably it's the white man movie not the drum line the um <laughs> the one where the dude was like yelling at the motherfucker and how to play them drums like that that is not how most the reason that was a fucking oscar worthy performance is because that is not most people no most of us are like i don't learn anything like that you start no. yelling at me like bobby knight i will punch you in your fucking face yes there's there's going to be problems and i said it like that but that's Whiplash. that's not how i meant it i mean you actually need somebody i know for me treat me gentle you know like yeah. like like i'm like you i can't have a molly and easter relationship a nigga i will punch you in your face yeah. talking to me all crazy like you ain't got no sense like no be nice to me be gentle to me treat you treat me kind you know but there's appropriate way to approach somebody and that's why when people do that do that check you and, and they coming at people all kind of ways they be like well you didn't learn no nigga you don't learn like that either tone doesn't matter when people agree with you correct tone always matters the other way which is because most people aren't true empaths you know maybe it's the libra in me but i but i i'd normally end up being like well i have empathy for both sides of a situation mm-hmm. and can kind of like i just want to understand i don't necessarily want to judge but i do want to understand how you arrived at one conclusion or the other without necessarily assuming the worst out of you and i think that is what was missing from this whole conversation was that it was one had to be the bad guy one has to be the good guy one person doesn't care one person cares the most one's a hero one's a villain once you get into all that shit you really zap all the nuance out the situation you zap all the truth out the situation and it becomes like he's not allowed to be offended but but every but she is you know like i can have a fucked up tone you can't you can't remark on it you know i another example of this i remember a couple last year maybe when when was the year the finale of game of thrones that last year last season yeah when we had tatiana on and um Mm -hmm. i just forgive me because i just forgot her name but but there was another uh, guest yes and we talked about game of thrones and they don't did not like the last season and Mm -hmm. we loved it yes and so there was a lot of back and forth it was very Mm -hmm. passionate and Mm -hmm. you know if you listen to fan bro uh for all nerds if you listen to for all nerds you know that tati is like such a great arguer debater personality right and so we had a good time on the show we in the show we're like oh man i love y'all talk to you later blah 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 go on twitter and there's just like a handful of people not a lot but enough being like i didn't like the way they were talking over rod and karen and then uh, that people that listen to our show it was very disrespectful that they was doing that on y'all show other people that that came to listen to us probably from for our nerds 
i didn't like the way they were talking over specifically me talking over uh talking over the women on the show see this is why i don't like it and i'm like oh y'all trying to y'all are coming in it thinking you have one side of person's back or not we actually don't have a problem with each other nope none so we thought we had a great conversation mm-hmm. i would guess most people thought we had a good conversation even if they disagreed for the fans that have been hating the show but wanted to hear that represented and how we would answer on the show right they got to hear it even mm-hmm. if even if it didn't turn us into like well we hate the show now too it was and we still laughed it off and we still had a good time jokes yes, were made all did. this shit right that kind of reminds me of this where it's just like so much of this is more about the projection of coming from this point of view coming from that point of view right you feel like you're protecting something yeah these men think they're protecting jake Cole from something right jake i mean no no offense to jake Cole. he don't need no protection grown-ass man yeah he's he'll be fine mm-hmm. i think he even tweeted the next day essentially um agree to disagree and yes i meant what i said okay he's he'll be fine he went platinum with no features he will be okay you know and no name will be fine too you know she's on her journey she's like she got so much shit going on that besides this that it really to her may feel like a distraction and beside the point you know it doesn't seem like what she is in this for at least seeing from her tweets is to be the person that calls balls and strikes on blackness it seemed like she really do have a heart for the people and this is not necessarily about that Mm-mm. you know it's not about controlling i think she even deleted the original tweet that started all this shit so i really don't think this was ever her intention you know and of course either one of them could have let it go at any time and i do think it says something about her that she let it go in the end mm-hmm. you know and now it could be just some some co-worker shit it could be people's like why are you burning this bridge come on it could be that too i don't know but i'm glad it's over right either way i'm glad it's over so was you about to say something i'm sorry Mm-mm. all right let's move on let's try to do something a little more fun um i'm not gonna do fucking with black people today um we got jamel hill coming in tomorrow so Yay! maybe we'll uh we'll do do some games with her um all right let's do the cookout let's invite some people to the cookout all right oh shit now um let's see black sabbath is gonna be selling black lives matter t-shirts in the style of the band's classic logo so instead of black sabbath it will say black lives matter this you know? is like a rock band right mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. um so this is uh this is what the it's black and purple that's what the designs look like um Ooh. yeah um now i i don't know much about black sabbath i Me don't know either. if this is like people were assuming they didn't give a fuck about black people or if they or or what you know what i mean i don't know um but yeah they're showing support for black lives matter um with that gear okay um and then the proceeds are gonna go to uh black lives matter to the movement wonderful so um these white people are coming out to let us know hey we support y'all and we appreciate it okay um uh i mean they come they're essentially gonna be coming to the to the cookout i guess they'll be playing rock music so i guess they'll be rocking with us y'all make room for them i think they bring in a drum set they said in a, in a, in a guitar 
some tight leather pants you want to sit by eddie murphy what is that swaying off your pants you know slash from guns and roses already here if y'all want to go sit in his section come on um all right let's see who else is coming to your grandma in the back where's them young people over there screaming (laughs) you know she don't know nothing all right we're gonna definitely violate some noise uh ordinances um our girl ariana grandy yes she promoted a black owned coffee shop and it had 150 customers within minutes come on come on her last album was flame shout out to nick and reggie a local black owned cafe is receiving an influx of business after ariana grande grandy shared her support for it on instagram the south la cafe which is located in los angeles california was founded by celia and joe ward wallace with a focus on creating a community space to take pride in the history legacy and future of the south central community the cafe's website even has an option to donate to help a neighbor in need come on through man that's crazy she's so famous she could just say their name and people physically showed up Mm -hmm. within minutes Mm mm-hmm well, imagine one I bet of these you famous- they, they might not even know what was happening. All of a sudden, you like, um, um, uh, yeah, I'm gonna need everybody to come out the back because I don't know what happened, but all of a sudden we got flooded with physical people, y'all. We need some famous white people, uh, podcast listeners. Come on. That's what we, apparently, we need That's motherfuckers to need. shout us out and like, hey, it's me. I listen to Blackout Tills and motherfuckers be like, oh my God, what? <laughs> mm-hmm. i got to go check these negroes out mm-hmm. 150 yes wow. come on thank you next hey mm-hmm. but yeah she uh so she uh the cafe's focus on community is apparent in her social media where most recently it was seen giving out free food during the coronavirus lockdown oh grandy has been very vocal in support of the 2020 black lives matter movement in the wake of the police killing george floyd post she posted an image with a south la coffee in her hand in an instagram story on friday on thursday she tagged the photo with a simple caption morning the south la cafe shared the post on its own page writing a note about her support at ariana grandy supports the movement for black lives and black owned businesses like at south la cafe thank you she then shared the story on t- thursday writing la friends be sure to try south cafe south la cafe smiley face so so good Early Thursday morning, the cafe shared how her post had brought its massive support from people across around the world. We've been fortunate to win Grandy over from Starbucks this past week, as well as her incredible hashtag Ariana Tours. Is that what they call them? Arianators? Um, Starbucks recently banned its employees from wearing Black Lives Matter movement attire. I think they may have reversed. Yeah, they eventually reversed the decision at the backlash. As you said, it is a problem, ain't not too long ago didn't they have that seminar and high-fived each other like, we did it and did you gonna turn around and do this bullshit yeah wasn't it like something about yeah, talk, talk about yeah because that, that's when the two brothers got put out uh, uh the restaurant oh that time. it was hashtag race together right common was in uh promotion for it. he mm-hmm. was reading that paper yeah y'all y'all high-fived y'all step after that yeah like y'all had done something well yeah they reversed their decision after the backlash and fans think grandy who has collaborated with starbucks in the past on drinks is boycotting the chain meanwhile the south la cafe revealed it received 150 customers in 29 minutes 
good god after her jesus after her endorsement beyond that it has received words of support from latin america with the netherlands to the from latin america to the Le- netherlands according to the screenshot and messages it received in its inbox i about to say if they, if they deliver they're gonna really be making some money <laughs> stores in latin america will open at some point question 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 mark Asked one oh eager user from uruguay or uruguay uh that would be nice the store responded if i was able to come over then of course i will read another message from someone from the netherlands black lives matter nobody will matter until black lives matter ariana and all her arianators will love y'all the netherlander wrote not only your drinks you drinks but the people who are working there uh the netherlander wrote i have so much respect for you guys black lives matter now tomorrow always will matter that's crazy all it took was her just saying that and these motherfuckers was like you know what black lives are the best that's what we need to use stand culture for good that's what Mm -hmm. maybe they could they could stand us into freedom Mm -hmm. (laughs) we just need to organize the stands behind black lives damn they they fell in fast Mm mm-hmm anyway we appreciate you ariana grandy do okay we'll play a little diddy for you don't let it lick the donuts don't let it lick the donuts no no she's a grown woman keep that pasta away from her keep the pasta away from her get that coffee listen she all drinks are on her come on as long as you're drinking uh cafe la apparently mm-hmm. they're gonna be the official cafe of the ca- ca- coffee of the cookout uh let's see who else is um coming to the cookout oh man chick-fil-a ceo dan kathy okay tells white people to find strangers and shine their shoes amid nationwide protests <laughs> um, oh, I like the Negroes just to sign my shoes during a recent. <laughs> Be sure you spit shine them real good <laughs> during a recent panel at Passion City Church in Atlanta. Chick Fil A CEO Dan Kathy encouraged white people to shine a stranger's shoes amid Black Lives Matter protests. Kathy's statement comes as a response to protests taking place to the end of killing of black people and people of color at the hands of police. I invite folks just to put some words to action here. If we need to find somebody that needs to have a shoe shine, we need to just go right on over and shine their shoes. I blame this on all you blacks that got mad about them washing our feet. Okay. <laughs> he said, so like, fine, keep your shoes on. Fine. You're, you're skiing and you're plotted. Wear your shoes. We'll just shine the shoes. Kathy continued by stating it doesn't have to be shining shoes. It could be a hug too, or anything that expresses a kind heart. Yes, get some of them coronaviruses on us. Ooh. <laughs> you know, our people love that. Whether they got tennis shoes on or not, maybe they got sandals on. It really doesn't matter. Oh, he really thought about this. This is like a Joe Biden level of awkward thought. He's just like, you should probably not be saying this out loud. Mm-mm. 
but there's a time in which we need to have some personal action here maybe we need to give them a hug too so any expression of a contrite heart of a sense of humility a sense of shame a sense of embarrassment begat with an apologetic heart i think that's what our world needs to hear today he even shared his own experience revealing a time when he gave around 1500 shoeshine brushes to a chick-fil-a to chick-fil-a staff in the past i bought the i bought about 15 how long chick-fil-a been around they give you a chicken sandwich and shine on your shoes too well he said he gave it to the employees right he gave yeah so that's what i'm saying how long they been around mm-hmm. uh i bought about 1500 of these shoe shine brushes and i gave them all to our chick-fil-a operators and staff a number of years ago he says he got the idea after he recently heard about some fed up some fed up with racism shining the shoes of an elderly black man at a church in texas though multiple chick-fil-a stores have been looted recently amid protests following the death of george floyd kathy urges white people to not be angry with looting and see it as a criminal but to instead understand our frustration it's been about a dozen chick-fil-a restaurants vandalizing the last week but my plea would be for the white people rather than point fingers at that kind of criminal effort would be to see the level of frustration and exasperation and almost a sense of hopelessness that exists on some of these activists within the african-american community at it okay now see that one i didn't see coming i Mm -mm. was really prepared to clown this turned left like literally turned left i wasn't expecting dan kathy to sincerely understand the frustration of black america huh Mm -hmm. well i mean he's coming to cookout is the bare minimum gets in this year but um it's funny I, I don't even have to choose a different song everybody get your shoe shine brushes and get to the dance yes. floor yes. Uncle Carlo bring your Stacey Adams we about to get fresh yes. all the pimps and players over there in section number two they gonna be shoe shining you don't gotta say thank you they gonna say my pleasure yes. I pull up at the club, B.I.P. Can't say on E, but I don't drink on me. Wipe me down. Fresh kicks, fresh white, tall teeth, fresh NFL hats, fresh... They bought their own brushes, too, y'all. Pussy niggas wanna hit me with the heat. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, the bare minimum. I mean, we know that. He was getting in as soon as I said his name, but my God. That man said, shine some shoes. Mm-hmm. Y'all gonna let him shine y'all shoes out there, black people? y'all have to be walking down the street damn kathy said a black person's shoes i just go okay. they don't even have shoe sign stations no more at least i don't think that if they're around they rare right my goodness Mm-mm-mm. that is that is amazing um love to hear it all right let's see um target u.s bank and best buy okay all three to observe juneteenth holiday come on through i'm telling you we should have burned things much sooner i i'm I'm sorry i was wrong should have been burning things we started burning shit they was like you know what y'all um have juneteenth off it's really our fault okay don't please don't burn nothing else down i feel like that's what they said (laughs) please don't burn nothing else down you can have saturday off uh you don't have to come to work we are fine with that (laughs) just just you know just relax yeah minnesota-based companies target u.s bank and best buy are both officially recognizing juneteenth as a company holiday 
um target officials wrote in a statement that the company is standing with black families communities and team members and creating lasting change around racial racial justice and equality we're building on a strong foundation of diversity and inclusion and taking action to do more from forming an internal action committee to guide target's path to forward to committing 10 million dollars to advance social justice and support rebuilding and recovery efforts in local communities what if all the money went to rebuilding targets that was like <laughs> rebuilding targets and best buys in local communities it's time to rebuild y'all we just trying to help y'all out what if that's what is really going on i know target had a 15 dollars minimum wage and they doing this right they 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 was feeling it man um but yeah uh while all the stores and distribution centers will remain open hourly team members who work on june 19 will be paid time and a half our eligible target team members have the option to take the day off with full pay headquarters offices will be closed in observance so some blacks will be working just depending on what department i'll take that time and a half mm-hmm. u.s bank also announced it will close its offices and branches at 1 p.m on friday for june juneteenth the events of the past few weeks have changed the conversation and added a sense of urgency that has motivated more people across the globe to act to address social injustice that begins with acknowledging our rich and diverse history say u.s bank ceo andy sasir in a statement uh we are encouraging our employees to use this time to serve in our communities committed to inclusion and advocacy or simply educate themselves on this very important topic best buy also said it will shorten its hours on election day and will celebrate juneteenth by giving all its employees a paid volunteer day starting next year juneteenth will become a formal paid company holiday come on through damn that is um that's amazing i had to give them credit you know um shout out to all them them, them employees mm-hmm. that's gonna be getting this uh getting this bread um Come on down. Hey, don't don't forget to get your Target gift card so y'all go shopping. Let's buy out the electronics, y'all. Hey, don't forget to go by the bank before they close that one. Open up your bank account. Living it up in the city. bringing all the flat screens all, all the, the flat screens all the rokus to the cookout come on we're gonna be watching the the sports leagues with no fans at the cookout we sure is crystal clear last one y'all uncle ben's and mrs butterworth follow aunt your mama phasing out racial stereotypes in logos uncle ben's owner mars is planning to change the rice makers brand identity one of several food companies planning to overhaul logos and packaging that have been long criticized for perpetuating harmful racial stereotypes in the statement on his website wednesday mars wrote that now is the time to evolve the uncle ben's brand including his visible visual brand identity which we will do we don't yet know what the exact changes in timing will be but we are evaluating all possibilities 
but they changed the shit before they even got a plan they just take it off take it off they come to burn it mm, they got they get they're like one down we next i just feel like they look outside oh the niggas got torches uh uh ain't no uncle beans rip it off the door rip it off the <laughs> paint over everything here they come mm. Early on Wednesday, Quaker Oats announced it's retiring the 130-year-old Aunt Jemima brand and logo. I didn't realize that had been around right. so long. No person is as old as the logo. That's crazy. As we work to make progress towards racial equality through several initiatives, we also must take a hard look at our portfolio of brands and ensure they reflect our values and meet our customers' expectations. The Pepsi-owned company said in a statement, and Conagra, which sounds like a racial slur, <laughs> if you don't say it right yes sir a conagra was trying on my push the other day i said i don't Boy, know get why here. that conagra came my way i you know mm-mm. you conagras ain't from around here are you mm-mm. i said get on get on out of here get get out of here you conagras <laughs> conagra which yes. makes mrs butterworth syrup said it would conduct a complete brand packaging review review they know that it can see our, that our packaging may be interpreted as what in a way that is wholly inconsistent with our values y'all been getting criticized uh, criticized for that forever i'm gonna miss miss butterworth okay i won't miss a jamal miss miss butterworth was thick mm, 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 them bottles okay oh that's pancake lady ain't it yes. yeah that's her <laughs> i like <laughs> that syrup like i like my women dark and thick and curvy okay <laughs> you like them sticky icky <laughs> and <laughs> filling me up you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, sweet <laughs> to the taste <laughs> uh, the moves are the acknowledgement <laughs> uh i like that conagras syrup if you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um the moves are acknowledging the brand's origins and racist stereotypes a consideration brought to i hope niggas don't go too far they take uh famous amos office cookies and shit like <laughs> take him off it's like no no this is different he made the cookie it's really his like this is Mm-mm. really his like he, he, he created it's black no it's, it's black owned it's, it's the shit that y'all say y'all want we will burn these cookies to the fucking ground no. take them over there and also who is this nigga on the bottom of these shoes take his ass off okay we won't wipe uh, put rick berry on the bottom of these jordans okay we are over it <laughs> they're making all the demands anyway uncle ben's mrs butterworth and aunt your mama you know they coming to cook out all these companies gonna make it for you niggas out there uh, they'll be brunch in the back mm-hmm. we got pancakes, eggs, bacon <laughs> we got you covered you got some, some Uncle Ben's rice if you need it okay you know? yeah, cause we know some of y'all don't like to you know might not want the potatoes so we give you rice they're gonna be rice and gravy in the back we got the sugar free syrup too cause you know some of y'all got the beaties okay you got the sugars. We don't want nobody losing the foot over here. Big mama, your arm. So good. Like some waffles in the morning, headed back to the woods. Now I'm full of some tea. Got some soul on blast and a cassette. Food for my brain and haven't stopped learning yet. Hot wings for Mojo's. Got my forehead sweat. Celery and blue cheese on my menu. We gonna have the people that's named there after. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is my Aunt Jemima. Mm-hmm. Uncle Ben. No, not Spider-Man, Uncle Ben. Mm-hmm. The black one. And Mrs. Butterworth, okay? We're gonna do it, of course, living day by day. And you ain't hard trick, hell you say. It's such a blessing when my eyes... 
oh man can't wait it's gonna be so good Clean it all right how much time we got oh we over two hours all right well look jamel hill is coming tomorrow yes so we can play some of these games i heard tomorrow yay um i checked in to make sure we was good and we are good yay so that's tomorrow at 4 30 um let's do sore ratchetness and wrap this bad boy up and get ready for all the all the heated feedback of people saying uh i hate black women because i think j cole and no name both had different points i hope not none of it will be addressed to karen it'll all be addressed to me oh no you you already know i (laughs) talking about talking about black lives matter my black life don't matter when it comes to feedback a lot of times (laughs) they skip right i could be done said it but they claim you did (laughs) (laughs) a woman no uh let's see man held and swords examined after dublin mother of two killed oh guard i are investigating the murder of a woman at a house in west dublin and have arrested the chief suspect in the case the suspect and the female victim were known to each other and the killing occurred in a woman's family home in the willowwood area uh around 11 a.m on sunday the number of weapons have been taken from a number of weapons have been taken from the property a number of them which means several mm-hmm including a samurai sword and they were due to be examined as it was suspected that they were used during the fatal attack the female victim who was middle-aged suffered fatal injuries in the attack inside the house and died at the scene her body remained at the house on sunday afternoon and was to undergo a preliminary investigation in situ by a pathologist before being removed for a full post-mortem that's a lot happening while the investigation would not be upgraded to a murder inquiry until after the post-mortem was completed all the research resources of a murder investigation were immediately committed to the case yes this this woman uh committed suicide by sorting herself several places <laughs> right wow then she possibly could even have reached by trying to do it but we're saying that she did it i've never seen a woman stab herself in the chest 37 times but who knows we don't want to be judgmental let's let's not say murder yet <laughs> women, are, women are strong too we don't want to we don't want to seem sexist die bitch dies written on the wall but it could be ah! she could be saying it by herself you know so let's just see let's see where it takes us the woman is originally from west dublin has worked in retail and she was married and had two adult children the alarm was raised after a person who may have witnessed some of the fatal attack ran to a nearby house where the emergency services were alerted who the fuck how is it just not murder right away oh so people somebody may have witnessed it walking by heard screaming and stabbing and shit and called you and you like um uh, i don't know if they walked herself. by they okay. might have been there it could have been like a relative oh, in the house or something okay but they ran to another house and said hey this crime is happening and the police showed up and was like let's not crime that's a little presumptive let's not jump to conclusions <laughs> let's let's not assume <laughs> what Mm-mm. Uh, this we must, don't know what really happened this must be a place where they had them abolish police they be saying the right things uh, <laughs> listen everyone's innocent until proven guilty so everybody we're just gonna we're just gonna take this one step at a time when guard i arrived at the scene the suspect was inside the house he was arrested after confrontation involving the police uh who forced their way into the property it is understood a number of less than lethal weapons including stun grenades were deployed uh, as they entered the house by force the suspect the middle-aged man sustained a number of injuries after being arrested and was initially taken to the hospital for treatment a statement from the guard eye headquarters said the man was being detained on sunday afternoon 
um under section four the criminal justice act the house where the killing took place was sealed off immediately when the guard i arrived and was undergoing an examination by members on the technical bureau they don't know the motive uh right now but they're treating the man as a suspect in the case you don't say yeah all right y'all that is it thank you for listening check us out i'm putting up a post soon of all our guest spots and if you're premium i will be changing the premium password Mm -hmm. this week at some point um so pay attention to that be on the lookout uh thank you guys for listening thank you Uh, until tomorrow with jamel hill i love you i love you too